Welcome to the Fling Show tonight, Monday night as usual. We are here and excited to talk about our weekend. We have so much for you tonight. David, how you doing tonight? Hey, great. I'm doing <laughs> really, really good. It's kind of, it's kind of muggy tonight. Outside. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a little cool. That's true. I just thought you were just talking about this weekend. I was like, are you kidding me? No, this weekend, no. It, like, was, <laughs> that, it was perfect. Right. Debbie Downer. We, um, <laughs> we went to the... Uh, <laughs> We went to the Empowered Women's Disc Golf Clinic and uh, checked that out. It was it was one of the coolest events I've been to since I started playing disc golf. Just to see just to see that kind of thing happen, and it was really really cool to watch. and And uh, I was honored to just be a spectator and watch it all go down. and And I felt really cool not having to you know jump in or you know try to. You know, teach because there were so many great teachers and they all had it um, covered. Down. Yeah, they had it covered, mm-hmm. and we had, we mm-hmm. were lucky to have have some ladies from Austin come and join us, and uh, some pros, some top players, and and uh, it's really really cool. And luckily, we're going to get to talk to one of them tonight, and uh, looking forward to that. Um, you know, <clears throat> I just I had this thing. Um, uh, yeah, let's see. I don't see. Oh, you got it. You need to let Ryan in. Um, I don't want to ramble on about it, but I had this thing happen. I haven't even told Chris yet. Involving the pumpkin from our uh, ace race, from our Halloween, fleeing Halloween thing. Okay, so I, I told you that pumpkin was basically a big piece of bread, right? right? Okay, so the raccoons were eating it and squirrels, and so I moved it to the backyard. And, uh, and then my old blind black lab discovered it. And so she was eating it. And so I put it all the way in the back and she somehow she managed to get back there. So I said, okay, well now, uh, and this thing is huge. Right. Right? To get rid of it, to strike it and throw it away, it's gonna take some time. So I put it over the fence in the back and the kids were swimming and she had figured out a way to knows her way out and to get to this pumpkin so she can it's basically paper mache is what it is it's a giant paper mache yeah (laughs) so she knows her way out it was probably like you know 1 30 in the morning before i realized it and and they all came in from swimming and i'm like where's tori and we don't know and she's blind and she you know she can barely walk she's the sweetest dog ever and nobody knew and so I went back there the gate was locked and latched but she had figured out a way to get back there to the pumpkin and she was gone and she you know so we went out looking for her at 1 30 in the morning couldn't find her and I didn't tell my wife and I just said you know let her sleep and she'll that she would just worry about it there's nothing we could do it was raining and so you just so you know behind our house is a freaking forest. I mean, it's a jungle, you know, you cannot get through it. So anyway, I, I got up early in the morning and after my wife woke me up and said, where's Tori? <laughs> and, I, and I said, um, okay. <laughs> she got back there to get the pumpkin. So anyway, so I went looking for her and, um, you have to understand the vastness of this forest. I mean, you I've know, back I walked, minutes. I walked left, which is north. I walked south. I walked back, you know, heading back east. And then finally, you know, and this is over the period of, you know, half the morning, just kind of coming back and 
taking breaks, using my GPS. And finally I get back to there's, there's this perimeter, which is um, the river where, where the runoff is from all the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I, that's where I walk. I take these long walks and it is a, it's a good mile away. And I got to this point where I finally broke out of the forest and I go, okay, well, I can go this way or I can go that way. And so I said, well, I'm just going to go this way. So I walked all the way back and lo and behold, there's Tori. And I found her. And, you know, of all the places that, you know, so it was kind of like a miracle, you know. So it got me thinking about miracles. And, and I just want to throw this out because it's been on my mind. It's made kind of made me feel kind of light and heavy all at once is like you know miracles happen all the time and um we just don't notice them or we don't pay attention to them or we don't really honor it as that you know i mean in india you know they they live by miracles i mean they believe stronger than we do and since we don't believe they don't happen but i'm telling you when I saw her walking across there, I felt that miracle kind of thing. It's like I was led to that spot. Anyway, that's my story. You stress me out. I mean, I was like going, I, I love this dog. The dog is the sweetest thing. She has always been very kind to me every time I go over there. And you just stress me out. My goodness gracious. Thank God that had a happy ending. She survived. <sighs> Sorry about thank the long story. Miracles. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. But we'll move on with the show because we had quite a few other miracles, especially this weekend incredible it was amazing but first i'd also like to say something that was pretty amazing for the fleeing team is that we got two new members of our team and uh, i can't be more proud and more happy for for both uh christopher cox who's now also going to be doing some of our behind the scenes work with our filming and editing helping matt out because he has his hands full so that just increased that team and then we also have our own another pro from austin texas we've reached out we're trying to expand uh, your information and knowledge and have Chrissy Fountain uh, as our new team member. Welcome, Chrissy. Thank you so much for joining the team. What an incredible weekend we had this weekend. And I know right now you also have an incredible guest that you have uh, right there from the Austin, Texas area. Uh, but welcome to the show and thank you for joining the team. And what's going on there in Austin, Texas? Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, I'm so excited. I can't wait to bring on some of these local Austin disc golfers who are making waves in the disc golf community and um, giving them a platform to share what they're doing and um, how they're spreading disc golf in our community. I'm so excited. Um, and tonight's my first time to get to do an interview and I get to kick it off with one heck of a special guest. Um, this is my fellow team groundbound member, Ryan Hampton, who two Saturdays ago ran an amazing event called the Veterans for Vets that benefited veterans in need um, in our community. So welcome to the show, Ryan. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to uh, chat with you a little bit and pick your brain about the event. Thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm uh, super stoked to be a part of this. I've uh, been following what you guys have been doing now for a while. So uh, just to be able to nice. have this platform to talk about some of the things that we've got going on is, is really awesome. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. So before we jump right into talking about your event, um, tell me a little bit about your background, how long you've been playing, how you got involved in disc golf um, and, you know, basically to where you're at right now. 
Sure. Uh, I, so I actually started like a lot of people uh, when I was a, a little bit younger in my teens. Uh, it was a way living up in the Belton Temple area for uh, my brother and I to get outside and do some things whenever he would come home from the Marine Corps. Uh, so started out with a, a couple of DX Innova Cobras from Academy and, and just kind of grew from there. And uh, when he left again, uh, I uh, stopped playing as much as I did. I moved around a little bit. And then uh, about four, almost five years ago now, uh, really decided that I was going to start doing it as a way to, um, you know, stay healthy, get outdoors, get back into doing something that was a, a really fun hobby. Uh, and it's really just kind of grown from there. My wife and I uh, met and started playing disc golf, you know, very, very shortly uh, as we started getting to, got together. Uh, it's been something that's been a part of us throughout our entire lives. I actually proposed on a disc golf course because, kind of <laughs> um, so, uh, but you know, really have started to become competitive and trying to raise my rating as much as I can, but, uh, most importantly, growing the sport and, you know, really trying to, to shine a positive light on the community that we have here in the Austin area. That's awesome. Yeah. As disc golfers are crazy. Me and my husband got married on a disc golf course. So, uh, <laughs> I understand that for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, so tell me a little bit about the Veterans for Vets tournament and, um, you know, kind of like the events that led into that falling into your hands. Sure. Uh, so last year, uh, heading into the end of 2019, I say last year, uh, heading into the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, uh, Doug Birkis and Dynamic Discs came up with this Veterans for Vets idea uh, where they were basically offering dirt cheap players packs as a way to uh, raise money as a fundraiser for local veterans. Uh, so a lot of people went with VFWs. Uh, a lot of people like ourselves went with nonprofit uh, veterans charities. Uh, but it really turned out to be an astounding event for them the first season that they did it. And it looks like we're going to continue to have year, you know, many years of this. Uh, but it's a way for not just veterans. I am not a veteran, though I come from a veteran family. Uh, but it's a way for those of us in the disc golf community to give back to those that have given so much for us. Uh, so yeah. it, I, this is actually my second annual. I ran one last year. Um, by most counts, it looks like we were probably top five last year for highest earning in the country. Uh, wow. And so, you know, it was really just a great way to bring the Austin area and, you know, the Flying Goombas and all of the different uh, disc golf clubs and, and organizations in the area really, really came together. Uh, so it was such a great success last year. We couldn't let another year go by and not do it. So we actually moved from Wells Branch to Cat Hollow this year, uh, which was uh, a big change for us, but we had a great turnout and it, it turned out to be, um, you know, one of those things that's just going to continue driving us to, to do better for our community. Yeah, that's great. So that was one of my questions was, um, you know, I did know that last year it was at Wells Branch and then this year it was at Cat Hollow. So basically the reason why you made the switch was to like accommodate the growth. Is that right? Uh, that's definitely part of it. You know, I will say we, we really wanted to go back to Wells Branch this year. It's really just such a special place. Uh, really yeah. anybody from any level can walk on at Wells Branch and have a really fun, great time. Uh, not that we didn't mm -hmm. at Cat Hollow, but some of these 18 hole courses in the Austin area can be a little bit intimidating. Uh, so Wells yeah. is a, a really great centralized place. Uh, shout out to Brian Litkey for everything that he does over there at yes. Wells Branch. 
but there were a couple of things moving. Wells has a ton of events every year. Uh, so the mud mm -hmm. looks at them very closely, even though they were very supportive of our event last year and this year as well. Uh, and then there was some new construction that was going on there that was going to make parking and, you know, getting a, a group of that size together, just a little bit of a headache at this time. So uh, we went ahead and made the yeah. decision to switch over to Cat Hollow. Uh, the Brushy Creek mud was super supportive of everything that we've done. Um, you know, it was a really easy process to get the insurance and everything that we needed in place. Uh, and I think it turned out to be a, a really great and, you know, a really competitive tournament for being a, you know, non-sanctioned and a charity tournament. We had a lot of guys come out and really play great golf. Yeah, I noticed that whenever you re opened up registration, um, it filled like really quickly, which is just fantastic. Um, you know, I know that for me, I play so many PGA rated sanctioned events and um, they're always, you know, just kind of serious and, you know, a little bit, you know, just a little bit different of an atmosphere. So I got to play with some people who I don't usually get to play with. And it was really nice to go out there and um, really just have fun playing disc golf and knowing that we were playing for a good cause, um, yeah. which, which was fantastic. How many players um, were there? total uh so all said and done we came in at 67 total players uh we did have wow. a few people of course with corona being what it is we had a couple of people make the right choice that uh they may sure. have been exposed and so we had some same day pullouts uh, I will also say a testament to the community. We had a group of four that drove two and a half hours just to see if they had an opportunity wow. to get in. They did. So, you know, they came, they showed up, they bought in raffle tickets, they donated some stuff to our, our raffle itself. Um, but we had 67 players. We have raised so far just a little bit under $1,100 this year. Uh, and we're super, wow. super proud of that. that. That money is going to Operations Supply Drop. Uh, which is our local charity nonprofit. Uh, it's run by Glenn Banton out of Dripping Springs, who just does more for our local veterans than, you know, almost anybody could ever ask of someone to do. So uh, we are still raising a little bit of money. I'm hoping to get that 1100 up over 1200 So uh, we are still selling some of the shirts that we have, and we do still have some of these really awesome okay. clear, uh, Opto Sapphires. Uh, that are our fundraiser discs so you can nice. check out on on facebook yeah reach out in any way and we're, we're still trying to get up over that 1200 dollar mark so uh still doing a little bit of fundraising before we get that money over to glenn okay well it is definitely good to know that there are still opportunities to donate to that cause for sure um I, and i cannot wait to see you know where this keeps going and how it keeps going in the years to come um, so, you know, thank you so much for your time coming on the show and, um, and sharing a little bit of this information. I know I've learned a lot, um, listening to you and, and hearing from you. Um, so I, I guess, do you have any, any sponsors you want to shout out? Any kind of last minute tidbits you want to add in there? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, want to thank all of our sponsors for the Veterans for Vets, obviously presented by Dynamic Discs. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do this at all. Uh, we had two major sponsors in Played Against Sports Lakeline, who donated a lot for our raffle and did a lot for us day of, and the Auberge at Cedar Park, which is a memory care and assisted living. Uh, they donated a number of entries for our veterans that were able to play, so we were very thankful for them. Uh, this is something that we're going to continue trying to do. I would like to be able to run at least two more tournaments this year. I'm hoping to get one sanctioned, and then I'd like to do another charity tournament. Uh, so you can Great. always find us. We're in almost all of the uh, the Facebook groups, but check me out on Facebook. It's Ryan Hampton, or check out our page. It's called Flights and Fights TV. Uh, and we're just so thankful to be able to have this platform. And, you know, we love you guys. We love the Austin area disc golf, and we're excited to continue to see how it grows. 
Nice. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. I really appreciate your time and we will catch up soon. Thanks, Chrissy. Thanks for everybody for having me. Y'all have a great night. Thanks, Ryan. Peace. All right, you guys, uh, moving on. As you know, we had a big weekend in the Houston area. Um, Miss Meredith Geary just headed up the most fantastic disc golf clinic that I have ever been a part of, ever seen or heard about or anything. So major hats off to Meredith. So I can't wait to pass it on to her to hear a little bit about more about that. And she has a special guest that she's going to be bringing on as well. So Meredith, take it away. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you so much. I am, it blows my mind, honestly, how well it went. And so I want to give a shout out to you, Chrissy. We have Shannon Pentagrass, Shannon Barker, Haley Trevina, Casey Pennington, Stephanie Vincent, um, Andy Young, Renee Parr, and Nikki Wyatt. And I believe I got everyone that really came out and taught everyone. And then I have tonight as a special guest, because I have to give the shout out because guys, like, oh, yeah, y'all want to give me props. All these women made me look so good. So Erin <laughs> is my right-hand man, okay? She's a gymnastic coach. She is with us tonight. And she put, like, my vision on paper and it made it even better. And she had the brilliant idea of, like, Zoom meetings to come together and so that we all felt you know, um, more confident going into Saturday, which made it for a very smooth event. So, um want to introduce to you Erin Weaver. She is a dear disc golf friend of mine and thank you for coming on tonight and being with us. Are you there? I'm so oh, excited. I yeah, I mean, <laughs> hi. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely excited to be here. Yes, thank you, Mayor. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Erin, for all you've done. Like you, I mean, once you put that together in Google Documents, which by the way, as you know, now we can share this and we already have women from all around the nation asking, hey, what'd you do? And what do I get to do? I get to copy and paste this Google Doc that you did. And thank <laughs> you for that. Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to get your thoughts and, um, you know, recap of the weekend. Yeah, so um, I... I really enjoyed getting to watch everything come together. Like you said, my background is in gymnastics. So I've um, been coaching gymnastics at Cypress Academy for over 15 years. I was a director of their preteen program. So doing competitions and uh, clinics and stuff like that is definitely something that I'm very familiar with. So when Meredith came over and was like, you want to do this clinic? And she started talking. I'm like, okay, so who's going to do it? And what's their station going to be? And what are we going to do next? And how long is this? And like, so we just put it all together <laughs> and I'm so glad and happy to see, you know, it, 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 it was awesome. It was totally awesome. We had a great turnout. So mm -hmm. you can't ask for more than that. Yeah. So many times I've sat at her, her kitchen table with my brain just going everywhere and I'm having so many different conversations and she would be like honing me in and, you know, helping me focus. Mm -hmm. And I, man, Really, Erin, thank you so much. <laughs> and you got to benefit from it as well, um, going through this yeah, session. Yeah, I got to be a part of it, too. That was the coolest thing because, um, like I said, I, I have, I'm very new to the disc golf community. I've been playing... Excuse me. I've been playing for a while. And then um, after having kids, you know, kind of out of the scene for a little bit. So I joined Ch Chasing Chains literally last year. And it has been so awesome to be a part of the community and uh, 
<laughs> and you know, meet new friends and and be a part of the game and learn more about all the sponsors. And I mean, there's so many awesome, awesome sponsors and uh, organizations out there for sure. So that's right. been really awesome for me to see. Um, I love it. I'm so glad that you plugged in right away and you're willing to help me and um, that you got to get a lot out of it as well. And you got a day away. So thank you so much for all yeah. that you've done. Um, please, do you have any shout outs that you want to give? Yes, because I definitely want to say I learned so much from all the girls out there. Like I could I could say, hey, this station, but they plugged in so good with all the tips and tricks. And they're out there with everybody of all different levels. That was the coolest thing. There are so many new women out there that I've never played before. You know, people out there that have played and want to just get a little bit better. And some people that are really good and just trying to, you know, get some extra tips and ways to get better scores and whatnot. So, I mean, I really appreciated everything from Mayor, you giving me the opportunity to even be a part of this in the first place. All the girls that came out from Austin, the chicks chasing chains, you know, of course, Winwood for like closing the course down and like letting us have like, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah um, and, and my husband for watching my children so I could be a part of this and get out on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm so glad. Like, I can't wait to do more of these. Uh, absolutely. Right. And she says that. Sure. With that being said, you mm -hmm. know, there's, there's, there's interest. And so I'd like to do one, you know, later down south we want to take one to austin um to waco yeah. we, we'll work around these big tournaments but um yeah so you'll it's not the end it's not the end it's only beginning no. <laughs> thank you Aaron. We had people, yeah we had yes, people in thank Hawaii, you guys asking. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like thank you for show. <laughs> Aaron, we're going to hawaii i like that that sounds great good 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 one christy <laughs> let's go <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. You have a good night, Aaron. I love you. All right. Thank y'all. Bye. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Yay. Man, I just, I mean, I got to, I'm like, oh, Meredith, but no, really, I've had such a great team. The team is what made it. And um, so what a, it was a great event. Thank y'all for showing up and for supporting us and filming us. And Chris, oh my gosh, you blew our mind with that video. So thank oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, thank, yeah, yeah, thank you, uh, Chris. And I, I don't know. I have just speechless. It was so beautiful. Thank you, Chris. Wow, that's funny. It's ironic. I brought you to tears because that just, uh, yeah, it did. And uh, for good reasons. And a wonderful event. I, I was stunned the moment that I pulled into the parking lot and my mouth just dropped to the floor to see the participation. So mm -hmm. incredible. But, uh, in the mix of all this whole weekend, so many things have happened. We didn't even get to mention, I didn't even get to bring the award that we all won, that we finally got, that I'm going to have to bring back and, and put up here. And we'll have to have that for next weekend because not only did we were the small part of being able to this wonderful event, but uh, Dave has a keen eye sometimes for things uh, when he gets to uh, these places, whether it's... Uh, a layout, a hole, a person, an event, something happens on the way, as you heard earlier about his story with Tori, the most beautiful, wonderful dog you could ever meet. But he also kind of led me down the rabbit hole when I 
first got there, you know, I'm waiting for this beautiful event. I'm thinking, this is great. I step out the car, and the first thing I hear out of David's mouth is, man, you got to hear the story about a parrot. And, uh, and I'm thinking to myself, that's not the first thing I'm thinking about when I get there, and that's not what I'm going to hear. So I'm going to go ahead and not ruin it any further, but I'm going to leave David to the rest of the story because it was quite amazing. I felt like I was going down a rabbit hole, and by the time we got finished, it felt like I went down the rabbit hole with Alice in Wonderland. My wife looked at me like, really? That was the first picture I took. Yeah. I, it's the only picture I took was of the bird. Yeah. Well, we got enough for you anyway. But before I do turn over, now that I'm not as emotional, that was incredible this weekend. I was touched to see uh, Meredith. Um, um, it was just awesome. So uh, congrats, ladies. Look forward to doing a whole lot more. Yeah. Um, congrats, ladies, on, on your approach to learning the game, you know, and the, and the humility that it takes to really get good at it because that's that's what impressed me because you know i mean no offense guys but first of all there wouldn't have been that many guys there just to just to show up and, and try to learn something because we all we already know we already know how to do it. Mm -hmm. so i'm not i didn't go through that <laughs> so i'm impressed with with that approach to to um through the game and I, and I take it with me, you know, um, I was out practicing today and I was, I was really trying to think about the technical <laughs> aspects of it and not just the score. In fact, after a few holes, I quit keeping score, you know, I was like, I need to really learn these, how to play this game. And, and that's what I saw out there. It was, um, it was impressive. And we're going to have more to come because I took a lot of inside the rope footage as well, listening to the ladies describe to the players what needed to be done firsthand and I know it was a lot of information so this hopefully will give you all the opportunity to go back and look at what the ladies had expressed to y'all and shown y'all in those days because I can tell you that I learned as well there was no way that you could not learn and we also you know how I love those tree hits while we didn't have a literal tree hit Chrissy has a explanation to a shot that she likes to perform that is literally it's as funny as someone hitting a tree, so look forward to that because I'll be pulling that one out. And I know you know what I'm talking about, too, don't you, Chris? You shake your head like this. Something about your uh, your husband understands something about the uh, sleeping and how legs work. And Yeah, there we go. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about that. So that's what I want to say to David. That we have some more footage right. we'll be putting out. Okay. Right. The teaser. All right, the teaser. <laughs> Because that was fun. Yeah, before fun. I before I get to the parrot story, I want to backtrack about the Austin thing and and because uh, she was talking. Uh, and first of all, thanks Ryan Hampton for for doing that and supporting the vets. Here, here. And uh, oh, yes. and, and also Doug Bierkus, who you know, I guess it was his concept and and uh, a dynamic disc. Great, great guy. Great tournament director. Um, thank you all for doing what you do with the vets. Um, uh, you know, he talked about the Austin courses can be intimidating. They are. And, and you know, Chris uh, knows that I, I'm trying to get putter courses, you know, family-oriented, mm -hmm. shorter courses going. And you, you get to Austin and even like Circle uh, C-Rite, you know, which is considered like the little shorty 
um, course. That's a hard course, you know, especially when you're coming from here. But um, anyway, uh, I just wanted to mention that because, you know, if you're out there and you're a, a, a course designer, think about putters. Think about little kids. Think about moms and, you know, old ladies and old men and people that don't, that can't handle these giant, you know, pro courses. And, and that's, you know, we need more part twos, um, you know, like that. Like, Yeah, you're absolutely right that Austin does have its fair share of extremely difficult courses. Um, but Ryan made a good point when he was speaking about Wells Branch that it's definitely a course that a newbie can walk onto and not feel like just giving up after the first hole. So that <laughs> is a really great course that we have. Hats off to Wells Branch. Wells Branch has a fantastic um, community of disc golfers who are part of the Wells Branch Disc Golf Club, headed up by Brian Litkey, who Ryan mentioned. And like you said, they do so many events. And like this year, we had the first annual, or last year, 2020 was the first annual Wells Branch Women's Open. Um, and that was a really cool event because it had so many new players in it because it was at a course that was friendly for women female players and that one was really cool because myself and stephanie and renee of mint discs we got to run a clinic during that tournament um and then we also had the flying armadillo down in san marcus which mm -hmm. is about a 45 minute trek from austin but it's i mean that's really not that bad um and it is in every sense of the words a par two course but it's like a miniature it's like a mini golf course they have all these cool like you know windmill obstacles and stuff that you have to like throw around and um and that's a really great place too so we do have our fair share of hard courses but there's a couple of real fun family-oriented courses spread in there um every so often <laughs> that's great and in, in fact that flying armadillo even though we haven't been there we we know about it and no. we we've studied it and we know what it's all about and and that's kind of what we're we're uh, we're working with Tim Martin over mm -hmm. at Woods Edge Church, and he's all up for it. So we're we're gonna we're gonna trick that one out and make it into a part two, mm -hmm. and hopefully with some fun holes like they have at Armadillo. But yeah, that's kind of our goal. We want to we want to see a couple of courses like that because when we're I'm also jealous that yeah no go ahead. Oh yeah, well that's a good huck for us. That's a an hour drive for us, mm -hmm. but. Uh, but true, we do have it. It's and it's uh, Alvin. And I love that course. One of my favorites, especially at night. Did you guys get a get to play? Did you get over there um, this weekend? My parents live in Alvin, which is really cool. Um, unfortunately, it, it's it's still so new um, that it's still kind of getting its roots, like in the literal sense of the word. It's, it tends to get really muddy um, whenever it's rained a little bit because the grass is still trying to seed out there and uh, take hold. Um, so unfortunately, we didn't get to make the trek out there this weekend, but I have played it once under the lights, and it was probably, I mean, it was like in the top five most fun rounds of disc golf that I've ever played. So um, every chance that we can get, we, we always go out there for sure. Yeah, shout out yeah, to shout your dad. Out to had a very good conversation with him. Had a very nice, fun talk. Man knows some baseball, that's for sure. We've been to the same places at the same time. It was quite entertaining. That's, that's, that's true. It was so cool to have my dad out there. Um, I think it opened his eyes a little bit to um, just the places that disc golf are going and how much interest there really is in it. So I was super 
excited that he came. So thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, thanks, Dad. All right, so Dad. We have Christiana. I'm not sure if I said your Christiani. name. Christiani. The mom. Christiani. Okay. Yeah. She um, is the owner of the bird. But besides yes. the bird, she says um, she made a comment. Graytown in El Elmendorf is a awesome course for beginners and women. It's her favorite. And then she mentions that flying armadillo as well. Elmendorf. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, you know, I get out of my van. Uh, had to had to warm up a little bit. It was a little chilly at first. You know, I was like warming up, and I got out, and there was this thing flying around. This yellow blur that kept going around, and that turned out to be Pele, and the parrot, and Christiani's parrot, and her husband Joe uh, Hamlin, they're from Gonzales. Mm. So they made the drive all the way from Gonzales for this clinic. It was really cool. Um, so once once I, I saw that happen, I went on film. I got him on film, and it's cool because the video looks like they're trying to get a disc, you know, because they got the all the disc tools, and it's yellow, and you can kind of see it. And uh, and they eventually, you know, she throws him, she jedis this instrument to him, and he catches it. He's like thirty feet up in the air, and he catches it. And that whatever that was, the little perch, the bird knew like a little stick or something. I'm not sure what that was, but and then the way they were talking to him, and this is how we met, really. The way they were talking to this bird was like, and I even asked her, I said, that that bird's kind of an asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse my language. But, uh, and she said, yes. <laughs> she said he is a very cocky animal. And uh, she said he thinks he's bigger than he is. Um, so anyway, we had a good talk about Pele the parrot. And then come to find out, obvious accent and and uh, Chris. Yeah, she went from Texas. No, she wasn't from around here. She wasn't from around here. So she we got to t- yeah, we she got to talk to her, and uh, and turns out she started. She is the prototype of what I've been talking about. People are in the sport because of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, and her husband Joe used to play, and he had like some discs, and he said, "Let's go play," and she got hooked, and it was pretty much a year ago, almost a year ago. And they they got hooked, and now they're she's playing and doing, you know, clinics and driving. Well, I tell the rest of the story because now you have that whole interview. Okay, I want you to go over the whole okay. thing. Okay, so. no, I'll, I'll we have it on on a video. Matt, Matt, and, you about ready to run that? Yeah, yes, because that was quite a story. So get ready, folks. Cool. And you are live. Uh, hey, we're here with Christiani, uh, him. Hamlin, Hamlin, and uh, just talking with her. This all started with a parrot getting loose in the parking lot uh, named Pele. And uh, so I started filming it and then I realized that this uh, parrot is probably kind of a jerk, I'm, I'm assuming, and it turns out I was right. But he's my baby. We have just, my wife just got a chihuahua, so I kind of know that, you know, that personality. That personality yeah, very will, lots of willpower. But, they, um, he thinks he's so much bigger than he is. He like it. We, we, we used to have a horse, and we, I go to give a carriage to the horse, and he goes, the horse comes to sleep, and he, he bites the horse. <laughs> he doesn't know his size. He's this big, and he thinks he's a giant. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, what um, what got you into disc golf? How did you discover so, disc golf? Um, not too long. Nah. Yeah, I can edit that out. <laughs> you can edit. Yeah. So, um, wasn't too long ago, we moved from California to Gonzales, Texas, for my husband's work. 
and uh, we discovered they had a disc golf park very close to our house. And he's like, ah, let's go play disc golf. I was like, what is that? I didn't even know what it, what it was. And he had like probably three discs, like old, old time discs that he played once in, once in a while in his like way back. And then we went to the course and we play, we two play with his three discs and play a little bit. Then he goes to work and he starts to talk to one of his friends and work one of his co-workers. And his co-worker was like, you play this golf? And he's like, yeah, I have three discs. <laughs> so they, they arranged to go play with him. And he comes with his bag with a bunch of discs. And you're like, wow, this is serious. <laughs> look, look now. Yeah. <laughs> look at now. <laughs> My bag with all kinds But then we got so hooked. We start to play more when the pandemic hits. Mm -hmm. Because before we were playing once in a while, like once a month maybe. But then when the pandemic starts, was one of the only things you could do outdoors because you couldn't go to the gym, you couldn't go, um, you know, other sports, you couldn't do, do anything. So we start to play at least once a week. And now we have uh, this golf course in our backyard. We have an online store. <laughs> we are collecting this and we are trying to take the disc golf to Brazil. That, that's where I'm from and they don't have they they have like one course in brazil with 18 holes and they have one i think nine hole course but they don't have like this part is unknown there so that's our main goal is to make sure this golf goes to brazil make it <laughs> well hey uh, my question is i know i heard you talking about muay thai and that you you're an instructor in yeah. that as well as uh, dance, dance dance and you said you work with some elderly people that's exciting to me yes. and that you you want you want to bring them into the disc golf world um and because, because they they will follow you you said this so, is one of the things i have a big follower uh, my community where i live and everything that i do they think so cool maybe it's because i'm different because i'm the only brazilian in gonzalez <laughs> and they're like oh this girl is different she comes here she i kind of like change the mentality of the team and that and then i i bring dance to the classes like latin dance usually and uh and they they love because it's something completely different they, they never did before and they saw my Facebook that I start to play this golf and they're like, can we learn this golf too? And I was like, sure, I can take you guys because I think this golf doesn't have any, it does, doesn't discriminate against anybody. You can be young, old, fat, skinny, in shape, out of shape. Even if you have some disabilities, you can play this golf. Any age, and, and you don't think you are working out because it's not a very like a hard workout, but you are walking a lot, and this makes you get back in shape. And uh, it gets you in nature. You yes, because I, I I quit. I retired kind of for a while, and and I missed the parks. Mm -hmm. You know, just the walks. 
Yeah. And now you're walking with a purpose. Exactly. Because you you're playing this. So I think and this I think is a very good way to if you wanna get back in shape, you start to walk, you start to play, you don't even realize like maybe a month later you're not out out of breath anymore, you're getting back in shape little by little and you can do so much more after that because it's much better than staying in the couch eat potato chips in your house. <laughs> Which is not bad. It doesn't do much for your body. Yeah. No. That should be only done once in a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is just a pleasure. Yeah, after things. you play this right. golf, It's you okay to have a little bit of a pleasure, but not yeah. all the time. I think after I play a, a round of this golf, sometimes two rounds, we can go home and then lay the couch, drink some beer and eat some potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to earn those those uh, times on the couch. Those three. Uh, so, like, uh, you said something that kind of, like, uh, like um, made me think about. Uh, you were talking about, I said that you're their guru. These, uh, these do you have a guru? Do you, do you have a practice? Do you have a meditation practice? I know that Muay Thai is very serious meditational kind of. To me, I think it, some some things from the martial arts I can bring to the disc golf. Like especially today, I learned some forehand, and she was trying to say about the baseball, how you play the baseball. But I never play baseball, so I I was thinking she said she say keep your your body kind of small, your core like yeah. your core And I was thinking about martial arts, and I was thinking it's kind of like an uppercut. Uppercut to the body, so mm -hmm. you're going yeah, straight, you're your because you're using yeah. your hip, you're yeah. using Turning your that foot, you're turning your foot in, exactly. also to make sure you don't ball your toes, correct. So I think martial arts is something that I, that I can bring to the disc golf, and uh, the dance too, because like the grapevine that you do before you throw. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have like any, on the disc golf, I don't have any rules that I follow. We have a friend, he's a close friend to us. He used to be a professional disc golfer, but he's coming back now. I don't know if you guys heard of him. He's Mark McAllister is his name. He's coming back and he will, he'll probably be uh, on the top again. So he gave me some tips and uh, he came staying in our house for a few days. And I think now like he, I listen a lot to what he told me. So he's kind of like my guru. And I think when I go party, I was like, he said, don't spill the beans. You have a plate of beans, don't spill the beans. So I try to do You would not like that, don't spill the beans. Yeah. So I try like not to, because I always go higher and I try like to go straight and so. Keep it flat. Keep words. it flat, yeah. yeah. But, it, but you have to, think of something. If you tell me keep it flat, I'm thinking I'm throwing flat and my disc is going high. But when I think of the beans, I was like, oh yeah, I have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably my guru right now. Uh -huh. But I, I'm i learning, like, I'm just like I think in the beginning, I have been playing constantly like about a year. But I think I'm, every day I learn something new. Well, it's, it's great. It's wonderful. It's skyrocketing. And I see people all the time on my home course that I know, I can just tell they've never 
you know, play. They're just not experiencing it. So, welcome to disc golf. Yes. Like I can tell you, it's really <laughs> Thank nice you so much. Uh, somebody like you and a bright, shining person. Oh, thank, thank, thank you. Yes, you. love it. Thanks I for spending that. some time with us. Thank you. And I feel like the community, the disc golf community is so welcoming. And everybody's so nice. I never heard anybody, like, if I ask something, nobody ever like say or give some like the shoulder or try mm -hmm. to figure it out yourself no everybody there has something helping me with i have a problem to find my discs when i throw i can't <laughs> <laughs> chris has that problem all the time <laughs> that's great i have to yeah. play with people that are willing to help me yeah, the younger <laughs> kids are better because they can find it quickly for me yes exactly <laughs> so but i i feel that the disc golf community is so welcoming and that's why I feel I want to spread as much as I can help to spread to the world. All right. All right. Well, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you, we guys. can't wait to work with you. Yeah, we can't, yes. We're going to come play in your backyard. We're going to play your house. Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Gonzalez was a site of a Texas battle. Mm -hmm. You probably know. Oh, about I know it. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never played it. So we need to go. But well, thank y'all, folks. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. You bet. Always Peace. <laughs>